Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. It's Tuesday, so it's Travel Tuesday. I'm Amy, and I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello. And this week, we are in Los Angeles. Last week, we had been in Las Vegas, and we were making the journey through the Mojave Desert at 105 degrees, um, <laughs> which was not super fun, to get to our place just north of Los Angeles, really close to Santa Clarita yeah. and Valencia. Yep. Yeah. Great area. Um, we stayed at the Valencia Travel Village, and this is a great location. You know, it's easy to be, you know, in the city if you need to be, but it's kind of out of the fray. Well, it's easy to be in the city as long as it's not Russia. Well... <laughs> That's everything around L.A. But we actually came into town for ShiftCon um, and then to hang out a little bit and do some, you know, side trips to Santa Barbara, Pasadena, things like that. Because we had been in L.A., if you'll remember, and I'll put a link on the show notes um, at realfoodwholehealth.com under podcasts, under episodes. Just click on the episode and you'll find all the show notes for today. But I'll put a link on the show notes for our last LA adventure where we actually like went and did LA you know we went down into Hollywood and we did like all the kind of tourist things in LA and really spent some time uh in the area we had a big real foodie dinner with some local peeps and all kinds of stuff but this time um was really about coming in for ShiftCon, which is an eco uh wellness and influencer um conference so if you're an eco blogger you're in the real food scene or whatever this is an amazing uh, conference to connect not only with, you know, other people in the industry, but also um, to connect with sponsors and brands that are doing things right in the real food um, arena and, you know, to get education on um, how to make a difference, really, and how to come together and affect um, change. So it's great. Um, in fact, ShiftCon is going to be going on this year, 2016, in December. I think it's the 1st through the 3rd. It's going to be in New Orleans, Louisiana this time. We are excited to be there. Let's see. I think it's shiftconmedia.com. Again, I'll put a link on uh, the show notes about that so you can check it out if that's something that you're interested in attending. It is awesome. We really had a great time. Got to see a lot of friends, connect with a lot of people. Yeah, there was a lot of people It there. was amazing. It was nice to connect with them all and see all the different sponsors. Yeah, lots of great brands were there, you know, repping their lines and talking about what they're doing to, you know, go organic and non-GMO. And, I mean, it's there's nobody is allowed there that, that does GMOs. Like, it was just really awesome. Um, you know, the food's all provided with, you know, local farms and the brands and, um, you know, it's all non-GMO organic food. So that was really, you know, great to be able to take advantage of that and just find out about what's going on because, you know, one of our jobs in this, you know, in this arena is to be able to find these things to bring them to you so that you can integrate them into your family and like make your life easier. So, you know, we're always on the lookout for great brands and great, you know, companies that are really doing things right so that we can support them and affect change in the industry. So anyway, um, ShiftCon's a great, you know, way to, to network and figure that out. So 
we were really looking forward to it. And, you know, we, we had a couple days to get settled first. And we were really excited because we had been coordinating to get our new mattress. We were getting an Intella bed. Oh, my God. Love yes. our Intella bed. We were excited. For oh, it. my God. I don't know what we ever did without it. But anyway, that was when we were, you know, getting it for the first time. And, you know, the bed it, we had in here wasn't bad. No, was, we thought we loved it. Yeah, it was kind of um, like a sleep number-ish type bed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we sort of, you know, we woke up with some pains had and some things like pain. that. Had some back pain. Yeah, it wasn't. Just, I noticed I was tossing and turning. Like, Matt would always say, like, oh, you're tossing and turning throughout the night. And I just wasn't, like, sleeping soundly. And uh, I kind of thought, well, whatever, you know? I mean, which is silly because it's one of our essential elements, you know, <laughs> in physical body. We talk about the importance of good sleep for your health. Obviously, we all know there's so many benefits and there's lots of drawbacks when you don't get good sleep. But I just thought I was getting pretty good sleep. I didn't realize how bad it really was. But yeah. um, anyway, that was the day we got the IntelliBed delivered and it was really quite comical <laughs> quite the task to get it in here <laughs> because again we're on real food road trip we're in a motor home and you know getting a king-size mattress in the front door uh was funny and it took four people and matt had to lay like on the ground on his back and like <laughs> push it up in the air to get yeah. around the cabinets our, and get around our only door in here is all the way in the front and it's right by the two you know driver's seats right so it was just obstacles to get up oh the stairs gosh, and so then funny. over that and and the console and anyway and a king-size mattress is big and this thing's heavy so. yeah and you know we had a king-size mattress in here obviously the sleep number but it um it, you know it can deflate you know because the air in it so it can deflate so it was easier to get in and out than you know a traditional mattress which you know the intellibed it is an inner spring but it has like this amazing gel on the top of it. it's unlike anything i've ever seen it's so cool plus it's all non-toxic which right. is beautiful which is huge yeah because i was super nervous about getting a new mattress because i thought oh it's gonna like smell and i'm gonna have you know i did all that research to make sure i wasn't gonna be exposed to that but i still was a little bit like mm, is this gonna be for real and it was it was so for real like i didn't have a single symptom i didn't it didn't smell at all when it got here it was usable from like right away i know when we'd gotten a new mattress back on the farm you know we had to like air it out for several days we put it in like a guest bedroom and let it hang out in there with windows open and everything and like i shut the vents in there to let it get really hot um because you know heat helps off gassing so we just did everything we could and it still uh, was an issue for a little while. We put like a cover on it and whatever. And we didn't have any of that with the IntelliBed. It was amazing. And in fact, I'll tell a little story. This is like getting ahead of us here. But when we went back um, to visit my parents, we had taken our new mattress from the farm and put it at their house because it was new. You know, we just had it. Right. Yeah, we thought we loved it. We thought we loved it. In fact, Matt's parents bought the same mattress for us to have in the guest room at their house um, because, you know, we sang the praises and it was the mattress. We had just got a new one in at the farm, but it was an update of the one that we had had for like yeah, eight years. years. Yeah. Eight years or whatever. And so anyway, we thought we just absolutely adored it. And we did, I guess, for a time, although we did have back pain and whatever. But again, I thought that was unrelated um, because I thought I was sleeping pretty good. But once we had the IntelliBed, I guess we were probably sleeping on it about a month, maybe two months before we went back to my parents' house for a visit. 
And when we slept on that bed, we could not sleep. No, we couldn't. It, it felt broken. We laid on that and we were like, what is wrong with this thing? It was so crazy. I it could not like believe no it. Support. No support at all. And I'm one that really actually kind of likes the soft mattress. I really sort of want to sink in. And so we got the IntelliBed softer. When I was talking to them, they kept telling me like, oh, you know, it, it has support, but it's actually really gentle support. Like it doesn't feel firm like yeah. a firm mattress like yeah, due i to, can't due to the gel yeah. due to the gel right which is really cool and very unique to them but anyway we just laughed so much because when we went back i mean i immediately went out to my parents and i'm like uh what happened to the bed and they're like what are you talking about i'm like it's broken like was somebody here did somebody stand on this no nobody's been on it you know since you've been here we didn't move it we didn't anything and i said well it we can't even sleep on it it's so bad. So, yeah, I'm working on getting an IntelliBed for their house now. But anyway, it is really awesome. But enough about our mattress. It was uh, quite the, you know, feat getting it in the in the door. But at we one, did it. At one point, the delivery guys were about ready to give up. Uh, yeah. That just was not That was option. not happening, no. Yeah. But we only got to sleep on it for a night or two before we had to go down to uh, – we stayed at a hotel for the conference because we wanted to be close. Yeah, and those hotel beds just don't match oh up Oh, my God, no. So we were ready to get back. We were ready to get back for a good sleep. But anyway, we went down and stayed right down um, – in Manhattan Beach, where the conference was taking place, just, you know, in L.A. there. It was great. We had a wonderful time. It was uh, three days. And, you know, the first night, I think, was like a, a Thursday. And we went and kind of like, you know, just had a quick, you know, some panels, some talking, um, got to know people in our group. And, uh, of course, you get a swag bag, which was like so jam-packed. I think with, we got three swag bags. Oh, my God. It was insane. Samples and everything from all these different companies just amazing support there so that was really cool something to look forward to if you um go to the conference but we you know met up with everybody got to see a lot of our friends it was really exciting to kind of be back in town and see everybody there's so many you know real foodie friends there in LA and then people that had come in for the conference from other areas and then just sort of got our feet wet that day and the next morning we started out with a big panel you know an information panel with keynote speakers then we had classes all day um, and then me and a few of our, you know, real food blog friends, we like got together, kind of had a mastermind. Uh, and then there was like a big like dinner that night, you know, you can go in and, and have dinner with everybody. And we ended up going to Darren's in Manhattan. We all, um, you know, kind of went out on our own and went to Darren's and that actually turned out to be great. We got the big community table there and just had a fabulous meal, lots of visiting, you know, lots of catching up. It, it's always fun to be with your community, and it's it's so important. You know, we talk, again, in the essential elements about connections, and it really is about having those relationships that are supportive, especially when you're kind of doing things a little differently, like, you know, real food, holistic wellness, like all this kind of stuff isn't totally the norm yet. So it's great to have that really supportive group. And then the next morning was, again, a big panel and, you know, just classes and learning. And um, we did a, a really great class with um, George Bryant and Jenny McGruther uh, of Nourish Kitchen and all about, you know, growing uh, this message and like how we all get on board and grow the message of real food and organics and non-GMO and all of this and really get on in the online space to make a difference. So really great stuff. Lots of good information. We were just, you know, buzzing. Our heads were spinning. And then we kind of came down after the conference with 
a group brunch at Love and Salt, which I could not love that name anymore. <laughs> I love anything that's love, uh, and I love anything that's salt. So it was really great, Love and Salt. We had a fun foodie brunch. They had a fish board there that was so incredible. That was. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah, I would. I want to go back just for that. But it was... You know, smoked salmon. They had um, kind of trout too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah like a really white good. fish dip. Anyway, everything on there was good. I shared the picture on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, you should be because we're always sharing food and travel photos. You can find us at Real Food Whole Health on Instagram. Obviously, easy to find. Um, but anyway, and then we made the trip back up to Valencia and discovered, uh oh, the bus was hot and it shouldn't have been. Um, obviously we had the dogs with us on the trip, so they weren't, you know, there in the hot bus. But yeah. it was hundred degrees out and hot. So. Yeah, it was. And we were like, why isn't it keeping up? Like what's going on? Well, finally discovered it was a circuit breaker issue and we got to fix that because we were like in a tailspin of, uh oh, we gotta get repair out here, we've gotta get all this going on. Anyway, thank goodness, easy fix. And then that night was actually like there was the big blood moon eclipse. And so we were just determined we were going to see that and check it out. So we went, you know, down to the water and, you know, scouted out just all the best locations to watch the eclipse. It was just really cool. That was a neat, neat night. Um, and I tried to get some photos. I don't know that any of them came out as well as they should. I'm still really working on my nighttime photography. That is kind of a challenge. So um, anyway, I don't really have any to share of that, but it was a neat experience. And then a few days later, we went to Santa Barbara and just kind of did an all-out trip to Santa Barbara, which was great. It's only about an hour and a half or so from Valencia, um, which is about ooh, 40 minutes north or so of L.A., so it's like a couple hours out of L.A. So if you're going to be in the L.A. area, this is a nice side trip. We went in to do, of course, the wineries. But we wanted to find some great places to eat, too, and we certainly did. Stopped at Lucky Penny for lunch, and that's just a really cool building that the whole outside is, like, done in pennies. Like, that's why it's called Lucky Penny. Yeah, the whole outside wall. Yeah, very cool. Um, And we sat outside, you know, in the beautiful sunshine. They have... um you know, organic pizza and all kinds of uh, other things. There are salads, big salads and all kinds of yummies. And that fueled us up to go check out some wineries. We did uh, tastings at Grissini Family Vineyards. Um, and then we went over to Jamie Sloan. Those were delicious. We yeah. really, and they had a fun lounge where we could sit and hang out. I think they even did a chocolate pairing um, with some of the wines. And that was really cool. And then we went to Marjoram, not margarine marjoram <laughs> um and then happy canyon that was another favorite of ours yeah that, those wines were, really they were very good yeah and they all kind of have like a polo theme which was really interesting the family's into polo and so we really got a lot of history and uh and information on that so that was neat and then we went to Albon Clément, and uh, we, you know, know of them and had known of their wines before Santa Barbara. So that was great to check out. And then we went over to the Lark for dinner, and the Lark was just great. We actually went early, thank goodness, because otherwise I don't think we would have gotten a table. Yeah, a few locals tipped us off to it and said that it's hard to get in there, but if you can, go for it. Yeah, so. and it was great. We had uh, some octopus, and then we had some hanger steak. 
Uh, we did kind of a deviled egg dish and then some pork belly. You know, it was kind of like small plates and then actually really boards. They brought them out on the boards and everything just coordinated really well. They had some really interesting flavor combinations. It was quite good. And then we went over to Stern's Wharf and walked along the boardwalk and uh, checked out Deep Sea Winery. And then we grabbed some ice cream at McConnell's before we left town. And McConnell's does all sorts of fabulous flavors. It's all kind of a, a farm to creamery <laughs> uh, ice cream place, which is great. So that was a fun little find. So, and then a few days later, I went down to Hermosa Beach, which is pretty far, actually. Yeah, it took us away. Oh my God, getting back. Well, Hermosa Beach was one we had discovered. You know, we have friends that live there, but we had discovered that on our first trip to LA and really enjoyed our time there um, and found a great restaurant, Pamio Cucina y Tequila. Uh, I know that's a mouthful. Again, I'll put that on the show notes, but um, we had decided that we were going to go down there and, you know, it was fine getting down there. It took you know, maybe an hour or just over an hour, but, um, with traffic, but getting back, oh my gosh, like after we ate and we went to the beach and oh my goodness, it was a hot day. It took like over three hours to get home. It was insane. Yeah, and it was, it was a- hot. There were points on the pavement, you know, the car was registering like 106 or 108. Yeah. I think it was on a Friday, and we tried to leave at, like, 2.45. And yeah, still, we tried to make it. Oh, no. Any of you work. that live in L.A., you're like, well, duh. But <laughs> we thought we left early enough, but we did not. So if you are going to be just hanging out in L.A. for a bit and, you know, live there, be aware of the traffic patterns. You know, really, from, like, 10 to 2, that's about that's about your travel window. Yeah, that blasted 405. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, anyway. And then we had a lot of time um, really to just play catch up, um, which we needed to do after, you know, the conference and everything. I had a lot of new information I needed to put together and just all kinds of stuff. We did um, meet up with Linda from the Organic Kitchen, good friend, um, at a Mexican place called Saber Cucina, and that is there in the Valencia area. That was a great little meetup, a great dinner with her. Um, and then we went over to Pasadena to the farmer's market. Um, our friend Erin, Real Chef Davy, she, you know, reps for a farm over there. And so we got to go pick up some farm goodies and just really kind of check out Pasadena, which is cute. There's really some neat areas. and It was a really yeah. nice town. And the farmer's market was really well organized. And it yeah. Was, it was a nice one. It was really good. Um, we got to try some of the famous potatoes from Gastrobus, um, which is a fun food truck. They have a local farm uh, lard that they roast potatoes in. And oh my gosh, those were so good. Like fresh herbs and a little aioli. Like it was really good. It was tasty. Oh my gosh, so yummy. Um, I love walking around the different, you know, booths and trying all the different stuff at the farmer's market. We tried all kinds of delicious cheeses. And there was even a vegan um, dairy-free nut cheese that we tried that was really delicious i can't remember the name i'll have to put it on the on the show notes but it was yeah. incredible was we it bought made out of cashew milk or yeah something? it was like cashews and fresh herbs and they even had some crackers that were you know just dehydrated so they weren't 
cooked and they were um, gluten free and, and I think maybe even grain free. I think they were just like seeds and delicious. Like you would never like you could give it to somebody that's not really into that and they would still love it. It was very fresh. So again, I'll put the link on the show notes because if you're going to be in the area, you might as well check it out. And I did see them. Uh, I did see their products at another like health food store in the area. So it doesn't necessarily have to be at the farmer's market that you pick it up. Um, and then we went over to communal for a group dinner. Uh, and that was great. That was a lovely little place. It's actually right off the area where the farmer's market takes place. And they've got like a beautiful outdoor sitting area that's also covered. Like the ends of the building are open. Um, so you get all the fresh air and everything, but it's somewhat covered as well. So that worked out really well. And then really, we just had a couple of days to recover before it was time to head off to Palm Springs and Palm Desert. So yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a cool was. trip. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that's where we'll pick up next week is with our time in Palm Springs and Palm Desert. So thanks so much for tuning in. Again, remember, you can find all the links that we talk about in the show notes on Real Food wholehealth.com click on podcast and then click on episodes simply find today's episode and you'll be able to re-listen to the episode and find all the links that we talked about thanks so much for tuning in take care bye-bye thanks so much for joining us today and please remember to leave us an itunes review also head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies discounts updates and more See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.